Dr. Howard Kim is an ER doctor at Northwestern. There is news today that the FDA approves the over-the-counter use of Narcan. Thanks for joining us, doctor. For those who don't know, explain what this drug is all about. Uh, Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, Naloxone is a uh, competitive opioid antagonist medication. It's an antidote, if you will, to opioid overdoses. And uh, Narcan is the specific brand name for the intranasal spray formulation of naloxone. So this is something, as an ER doc, I'm sure you've used these type of drugs to save people's lives in the ER, or is it is it they get to the ER after a first responder, a police officer, a firefighter has already used it? Uh, both cases, actually. Um, so naloxone comes in a number of forms. We give it in the ER as uh, most commonly like an IV medication. But yeah, we see a lot of people that come in um, via like firefighters, paramedics that uh, find somebody who's uh, overdosing on opioids in the field and they give them uh, naloxone in, in various ways before they bring them to the ER. So I know there's a belief that this will help with the overdose crisis. 100,000 people a year die in this country, and most of that is tied to opioids and, of course, synthetic versions of fentanyl. So if you if you know that you've got a user in your house, whether that's your kid or a sibling or, you know, a spouse. Is this something you would suggest people have on hand in case something like this happened? Yeah, I think that, um, you know, over-the-counter naloxone will really help us make an impact in the increasing overdose deaths we're seeing in our communities, both for people that know somebody who uses drugs, not just opioids, but any drugs, and for just, um, you know, any uh, normal bystander who goes out in public and may encounter somebody who's overdosing on opioids. And how would you know? Like, if I if I came across somebody, I would be like, I don't know, are they passed out? Or, you know, are they, uh, you know, is it drugs? Should I use this? How, how can you accurately know and use it properly? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question, especially for um, somebody who's, you know, not a physician or, or not trained in clinical medicine, I can see why that would be tough to discern, you know, what the cause of somebody not being responsive is. I think a generally safe approach is to, um, you know, try to see if somebody wakes up just to um, loud voice or, you know, a gentle, um, gentle motion. Um, and if they don't, then it's reasonable to try this, um, uh, try giving them Narcan. Um, basically, the clinical signs of an opiate overdose are you stop breathing, you're not responsive, your pupils are very pinpoint. Um, but Narcan specifically, one of the reasons it was approved for over-the-counter status is there's, you know, there's really no um, adverse side effects from giving this medication to somebody if you turn out to be wrong and it's not due to an opiate overdose. And Dr. Kim, is it like we see, you know, in movies where, you know, back then it was an injection and people come right to. So is this going to be an injection <laughs> or a nose spray? And do they come right to? No, no. I, I think um, I'm thinking of that scene from from Pulp Fiction. Yes, where, exactly. Uh, the, the needle in the <laughs> chest where they're like, all of a sudden you're like, oh, my God, what just happened? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's not that quick. Um, it won't be a needle version. It'll be an intranasal spray. So it'll be like a little pump that has um, a nozzle to it that you put in somebody's nose and then you depress the plunger and it, it sprays it in. But it'll probably take, I don't know, a reasonable expectation is like anywhere between 
two to five minutes for um, the patient to begin showing signs of recovery. It takes little time for the body to absorb the medication intranasally, and then it takes little time to distribute it throughout the body as well. So it's not, uh, not you know, the Pulp Fiction effect. <laughs> Somebody said, ask Dr. Kim about rebounding from opiates as an ICURN. I've seen it many times. Hmm. Uh, I'm not quite sure what uh, rebounding means, but um, maybe maybe they're talking about withdrawal. It's um, you know if it's definitely possible to precipitate opiate withdrawal in somebody that you give naloxone to. Um, that's definitely one of the side effects we see. Um, but we're talking about a scenario in which somebody has overdosed on opioids and they're not breathing and they're clinically dead. So you're bringing them back to life. Um, and, you know, it's, it's a fine balance. You don't, if you give too much naloxone, um, you sort of slam on the brakes too fast and you can precipitate really severe opiate withdrawal. Um, and, you know, it's often difficult to know exactly how much to give. Um, but the dose that's been approved for the intranasal sort of over the counter is the standard dose. And that's not a reason to avoid giving it to somebody, um, you know, because the alternative is they don't get their opiate overdose reversed and they die. Dr. Howard Kim is an ER doctor at Northwestern. We're talking about the FDA approving over-the-counter Narcan um, and, and how you use it and what it means and who gets it. And and the purpose for this, obviously, is to save lives because first responders have always had it and carried it at least for a few years that I know of. But somebody else said it clears the way to be made available in places without pharmacies. So, you could get it at a 7-Eleven or a supermarket, or you could buy it online. Is that the plan? Yeah, I think certainly that's what over-the-counter status means. I think it remains to be seen still who is going to be offering this medication. And also, you know, the manufacturer of Narcan still has to set a price point for it. So, you know, we're still waiting to see what price they will offer this for. And, you know, we hope that it will be a reasonable price point so that people can afford this medication. But yeah, the hope is that by making it over-the-counter status, you could you could order it just as you um, might order, you know, ibuprofen uh, online. And so if it's a nasal spray, it absorbs right into the body because obviously they're not breathing and they're almost clinically dead. They're not, it just absorbs through the nasal cavity automatically? That's correct. It takes a little more time than if you got an IV and gave it intravenously, but it still absorbs, yes. Interesting. So as an ER doctor, are you happy about this news? Yeah, um, I think, you know, it's probably not going to change much from, um, you know, my day-to-day work in the emergency room. But I think as, um, you know, in terms of a public health advocate and wanting to, um, you know, reverse the the tide of this opioid overdose crisis that's been increasing over the last few years. You know, initially it looked like around 2017, 2018, we finally had a decline in the number of overdose deaths, and then it spiked again sort of in 2019, and it's been on the rise since. Um, I, I really am hopeful that approving naloxone for over-the-counter status can, can help to decrease the number of opioid overdose. Of course, it's just a, a first step. You know, I don't think that we should take a victory lap just yet. Um, There are other important uh, things and a lot of important work that needs to be done in addition to this. And I would imagine the key after administering this is to call for an ambulance or call 911, right? Correct. So I sort of think of it similar to like an EpiPen. Um, You know, once you give somebody an EpiPen for um, allergic reaction, anaphylactic reaction, you're supposed to then seek medical evaluation, correct? All right. Thank you so much for joining us. Great. Thanks so much for having me.